0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am Mike Maroney. This is the Emergency 9 Golf Podcast here with Jay Woodson, McLean Boyd, and we're back after a week off. We apologize to our throngs of fans out there. People are just clamoring to hear from us again. Um, Jay and I went partying in Boston and we started showing our age. Jay come ba- came back with no voice for a few days. I throw my back out and laying up on the couch. Uh, we had all kinds of ailments last week. And just couldn't do it. Podcast life is hard, you know? stuff. tough. It's tough. Or it's just hard Thank when you're celebrating a 40th birthday party and you're acting like 22 all weekend. Yeah. And you feel it. So damn, it was fun though. Was I fun.
1: think that's just what happens when you go up there into the fucking cold. I don't, know, I don't know why you guys do that to yourselves. You know, down in South Florida, I have like almost no muscle aches. I come up to Atlanta. Is that where you live? I haven't heard day, that. Do you live in Florida? Come up to Atlanta for one day and I'm I'm miserable. This is ridiculous. We get a pullover socks. This is nightmarish.
0: You're weak. Weak.
1: <laughs> Good times.
0: So again, uh sorry for not getting out an episode last week, but um we were we were just going through some things. We've collected ourselves. We're here, we're back for another episode. Got a lot to talk about in the uh the fall season here as it wraps up and a lot of big things in the news here recently. Uh the bullfrog. Jason Kokrak wins two weeks ago in Houston. Taylor Gooch uh, wins at the RSM last week and yesterday in Sea Island. Congrats. Anything to say about those guys and those two events? Nope. Okay. So,
1: Well, hold on, (laughs) hold on, hold on. It was a matter of time for Taylor Gooch. Give that guy his 10 seconds. He's earned it. It was a matter of time for Taylor Gooch. Uh, What surprised me was what his career money earnings were um, with a little bit of that. We know about him a good bit because you know he's been playing well for a while. But long story short, he's done a lot more than I think most people realize. And congrats to him for breaking through. Now yeah, we can
0: absolutely congrats. He's playing well. I mean, even even Cochrack too. What's what's this now? Three or four wins for him. And last... Yeah, kokrak has got at least three. I think. I think it's it's um, definitely three. Um, been playing great. But like Gooch, uh, this whole fall series since the new you know season started or whatever in this weird wraparound thing, he's been playing awesome. I mean, I picked him a couple times in our DraftKings. Um, haven't yeah. worked out too well as as McLean. I'm just gonna say this now before McLean does. McLean has won. We did a DraftKings last week, even though we didn't do a show. McLean wins again. He's won like three or four in a row now. And
2: well, uh, yeah, I did want to talk one. You know, say one thing about Jason Kokrak. Um, you know, I played quite a bit with him in the past, and one of the biggest his biggest strengths as a young golfer was, I mean, how far he hit it. I mean, he's He's six four two twenty five. I mean, he's a big boy. Um, and he, he hammers it, but when I look at his stats, he's 180. Yeah. 186 strokes gain off uh, from uh, off the tee, it, but he's seventh in strokes skin putting, which it's kind of, I mean, he's obviously he, he he's, he's good into the greens to approach approach to the green. He's ranked 29th, which obviously makes a difference, but I just couldn't believe that. I just thought immediately when I when I you know saw him starting to play well a couple of years ago, I, I just figured it was because he was oh, he just man. hit it so long. Um, but it, he really is a he's a uh, unbelievable putter, um, which is which is kind of goes against the. Um, I wonder. I, I just I don't know what what I haven't watched him play enough to see what's going on. I remember him trying to hit a lot of like two irons off the tee, kind of like what we were talked about with um, with Matt Wolf. Like he was like, oh, I'm just gonna hit it in the fairway. And like, you know what? He he bombs it. Just hit your driver. You know, I I have seen him do that quite a bit. And I wonder if that that was the case. Um, but either way, obviously he, he got it done and, and and gets you know win number, is it win number three? It's
0: definitely yes. three. Win number three. Yep. yeah
1: McLean. uh real quick, Taylor Gooch. I just want to throw a couple statistics at you. Uh going back to stack guy check ding is something. <laughs> Give me something. Uh, regardless. Uh, the guy's played 104 events with 7.7 million dollars in earnings. Um, you know he's been out there printing some money. Uh, the guy's averaging roughly seventy thousand dollars every time he tees it up. That's pretty friggin' impressive for a guy that we don't know a ton about. You know he's been out on tour for 104 events. He has 10 top tens and now one career win. You know through six events this year he's made 2.29 million dollars, uh, which is very impressive. But regardless of which, looking at some of his stats, approach to the green. Strokes gain, fifth. T to green strokes gain, sixth. Total strokes gain, ninth. Scoring average, fifth. Driving distance, 70 seconds. Driving accuracy, 126. Strokes gained off the T, 149. It's obvious that his uh his toughest part of his game or his weakness would be off the T, but the guy from there from there out has one incredible game and obviously a great really good in the wind
0: too which is he's they've been playing a lot of windy golf courses on this you think of mexico and bermuda and then sea island absolutely Uh, no absolutely but i
1: i was really surprised to see you know the guys ranked 33rd in the world currently and that he had 7.7 in career earnings um you know he's quietly made quite a career for himself and you know we've seen him starting to break through and he finally did and you know, I hope we have a lot more good golf to see you come from them.
0: Did you, uh, hey, Stack Goi, Stack Geek, there? Do you got the stats on the uh, opening round scoring average? Did you see how low it was the first round?
1: Oh, uh, it was crazy. It was now, awesome. I don't have the exact figure. I saw it earlier in the week, but I, I don't we know. We had
0: it in the shop and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I forget who it was. Kucher was five under and he was in like tied 26th.
1: Yeah, no, it was you had
0: Thursday there was, it was something no there win. was like three guys on 59 watch at the same time. Yeah.
2: No, no win at Sea Island. Those that <laughs> they played firm and fast. The greens are perfect down there. Absolutely perfect. And it's not overly long. And you don't if it's if it's no win, then the guys will just eat it up, which was apparently was the case.
1: But well, and it's not like they didn't know the tournament was coming. It's not like yeah. you know they're short on funding. You know preparations weren't lacking mm-hmm. oh
0: also with the uh, last week did you see your boy rory sabatini got dq'd
1: McLean couldn't happen to a better guy <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know how? Did you see the story? Did you know how? I did. To-
1: I did. It's actually unfortunate. I mean, it could happen to so many people. And and the bad part is that he, he'd probably halfway through the round when he pulled his fucking three-wood out and realized he still had a sticker on the face. I know. Um, Could happen to anyone in testing. I mean, I go to a lot of these indoor places. One of them in particular is a little shout out to uh, the Par Pub in Lutz, Florida, just outside of Tampa. If you're in Tampa, visit the Par Pub in Lutz, Florida. Uh, <laughs> Great facility. Yet. You can get you can get uh, custom fit. Grab a grab a beer and uh, have a good time. Watch some golf down there. um But long why story you, why short, don't you,
0: why don't you sell us a sponsorship?
1: you such a sales guy. <laughs> He's mean, speechless. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think about it that way. I mean, I could, I, I guess, I could try to parlay that, but you know, we're really asking a lot at this point. So um, long story him, short, I'm the, getting the back to is that um, they utilized the GC Hawk. Uh, launch monitor system, which is made by foresight sports, an incredible indoor um, launch monitor unit. It's probably one of the absolute best, but they recommend utilizing some of these little silver dots, either on the golf ball or on the face of the golf club to help track the data a little bit more accurately. Now, not getting off subject here, because obviously that's not something we do here at the emergency nine podcast, But uh, Titleist did just come out with the RCT Pro V1, which is basically providing us the ability to not have to use these little silver tracking dots to track ball data. However, in this instance, it was on the golf club. I'm not so certain that this ball does remove the need to have the stickers on the face if you're trying to track the most accurate club face and club head data long story short rory sabatini had this on his head from a that was a short training, story long. by the way short story long <laughs> rory sabatini had this stuff on his head i'm sure from a training um session where he was looking at some data he forgot it was on there i mean quite frankly this could happen to a lot of guys on tour and i'll be honest with you it's probably happened to a lot more guys than we know about, because a lot of guys would see that and flick it off and not think anything about it and go on about their day. Rory called it on himself. I'll give him credit for. um
2: So, so how, you know, again, I'm going to, I didn't hear all the sure. details of the stories. How is this, how is this aiding him? And and
1: it's not, but it's basically viewed as it's an
2: artificial.
1: At, yeah. What's the, what's the term Mike, help me out.
0: A training um, aid. No, no but it's did.
1: it's basically like an an outside agency that you're placing on the golf. Course. Even though the, this is did where the problem the club? comes with. Did oh he yeah. use the, the club?
2: Yeah. So he used the club, but, and it was on there while he used it. Yes. So had he seen it on the fourth hole and hadn't used the three wood yet, then it wouldn't have been a big deal. Yes. So okay, it turned. You'd into have into to a non- deem non- it
1: out of play. It turned. You'd a have to deem club. it out of play. Yeah, it makes a non-performing club because it's it's a it's um. An addition, I don't know. There's a way ex, they word it. External attachment. External attachment. There you go. Um, this is one of the great, great rules by the USGA that affects playability and score, almost negative, but yet they want to penalize it because it almost makes no sense. Again, you know, this governing body is incredible. They're policed by no one. They're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want. Holy it's shit! Unbelievable. You want to, hey, guys. Hey, have we ever talked about anchoring on this podcast? <laughs> no, we're not. I can't we're not believe we're there. still Hold on, hold on, hold on. News out of the RSM on this topic. Did you guys notice that Matt Kuchar has now gone with the reverse arm lock and I'm yeah. a bigger fan of it.
0: He's been doing that for a few weeks or a few yes. months. It's been a couple months. Well, yeah. you know,
1: apparently we're not up, a, up to date on the news. Don't, you know, we're, no, not, don't, we're don't not, don't say, not a verified don't say, media outlet. I don't don't guess say we don't, we don't, don't say report we, that kind say of shit you. here at the Emergency Nine podcast. Where the fuck have you been? Um, regardless, um, on a serious note, I think that makes way more sense than the left arm when you look at it you can now get really square when you have to put it on that left forearm you really kind of get kind of get left side dominant and really got to get it up on that left forearm on the right side you can now roll it i think you can make it more centered i I like that i think it's good
0: all right i didn't think we'd be on the fucking houston open rsm classic for 10 minutes but we're gonna move on because guys
1: guys, there was an event a couple weeks ago in bermuda um it was a great event (laughs)
2: It was a great event. (laughs) Really good
0: event. Um, I muted muted McLean in case anyone's wondering. (laughs) Because he's just trying to piss me off now. (laughs) He's just trying to piss me off. He's doing a good job. (laughs) All right. The bigger news. Yes. The big cat, Tiger Woods, broke the internet yesterday. Yeah. He posted a swing. One swing. Two words. Making progress of him hitting, I don't know, it's like maybe a nine iron or so, uh, full swing. Definitely, probably not at full speed. Yeah, but he put it out there. Everyone's a buzz. How many? I'll give, you how my, many my, people, I'll give you my thoughts first.
2: How many people sent you? How many people sent you this video? Oh,
0: I, I got it like fifteen times. Like I hadn't <laughs> seen it already. I stopped responding to people because I was yeah. like, okay, like I got it. Thanks. I saw yeah. that four hours ago. Um. <laughs> So here's my thing. It excited me, but not that much. Because I don't know what this means. It's one golf swing. I, I can tell you 100% what it means.
2: Tiger's not posting a video of him swinging any club, so anyone could see him unless he's he's ready to make a charge.
0: Yeah, but did you see that video of him?
2: So I saw the video of him walking in the airport. Yes, he was. It did not look good. A- well, you know what? Ben Hogan had his half of his legs crushed. And he I know I'm just time.
0: saying, I need. Yeah. I think everyone needs to don't go dropping coin down on him winning Augusta yet. Okay. Yeah. Maybe St. Andrews in, in July at the open. Yeah. But I think everyone needs to Not slow the roll year. a little bit. There's no way that guy who I saw struggling to walk up four steps can yeah. play golf on the PGA tour. Yeah. Not you know, walking just, 18 holes. He can't walk 18 holes. You can't walk nine holes. You can't walk up four steps of, of a, a stair flight without limping and like going really slow. So, so I
2: I wish we, we, we probably need to find out more of the detail as to why the process is taking so long with the... I mean...
0: Well, it's because he hasn't which, said
2: a boo. Yeah, he hasn't said anything. We don't know any details of it, obviously. But I, I would be curious to see why is he still limping after... This is... What was it? March, February of last year? February. February. Yeah. So we're coming up on 12 months almost. So what, I mean, what's holding him back from like at least walking a little bit smoother? You know, I don't know. Again, we don't know the full extent. I know he broke, you know, that lower extremity. It was a couple different fractures. And I understand that. But at this point, you would think that if it was just, uh, you know, skeletal injury that he should be able to move around. So it sounds like there was, it was way more
0: two or the, two it, then maybe we, we we've well absolutely i mean he's still he's still wearing that compression sleeve yeah. which typically means they're worried about some sort of blood clotting yeah in the leg so there had to have been all kinds oh, but, of damage uh, I, more not just
1: i would think it'd be more the- of a shatter situation where yeah. that bone shattered that would make more sense to me as why uh he would still be so fragile on that i mean do you do you or guys just think- so many so many breaks yeah, that it was an effective shatter. I don't know.
0: I think he needs to kind of come out and address it. I mean, I think he needs to do an interview or yeah. put, just give us something, Tiger. Like we understand yeah. that you're private. You can control the narrative and you can control who interviews you and the information yeah. you're going to give out in the interview. But I, I think he needs to I think he kind of almost owes it to us. Really? <laughs> right. I mean, he makes still makes a shit ton of money off of all of us
1: nah he uh, doesn't know us. i think
0: he does what yeah i want to know mean, what kind of dude what kind of happened in bit. that car why was he going 87 miles an hour in a 45 i think he kind of owes it to all of us like and
1: he was pissed off leaving the hotel and the only thing i could say is that i get that because i fucking done it <laughs> um, i didn't put my van yeah. but you know long story short i've he, been pissed off leaving he the at the least
0: hotel. he at least owes us an update on his health and what happened yeah, it, it maybe not exciting. why the crash happened, but
1: I don't what, think he does, man. I mean, at the end of the day, we forget that he's still a personal human being. Yeah, you know, no, like, we don't I understand anyone that. an update on what our personal health is.
2: Yeah, but but don't, I don't I don't watch you. I don't watch you play golf and yeah. I don't I don't spend. We're not money watching while. him
1: fucking play golf either, but yeah, because, because
2: this happened, you do. And the reason no, I get that I
1: get I get. Yes, you're right. He is worth the amount of money that he is because of the golf. And because of his ability to play golf and his golf record, I shouldn't say because of the golf, that sounds incredibly unintelligent. Um, but regardless of which <laughs> uh, it did, like I said, I was like, well, wow, that sounded fucking stupid. Wow, that's, that's like fun. saying, are you going to golf today? Yeah. Do you good luck you, on your, good luck on your game? Do you golf? <laughs> yeah. You fuck. Um, very validified
0: statement. You said that it was
1: really validified. Um, Regardless, I think, you know, it's something to where you know, he's had that microscope on him for so long to a degree that none of us could ever imagine to and even interpret that. I don't blame him for being a little bit closed door on some shit, because I would I would imagine I think it's more something in his brain. I'm not saying it's right, wrong or indifferent. I think it's something that could occur when you're under that kind of magnifying glass that there are times where. You feel like you don't have to share everything with the world, that you are a normal human being, and that you can I, I get, get sick or have an being. injury without sharing every detail with the American public. or the, the Not even for his case. It's not the American public. But, it is the world.
0: Yes, he is a world figure. He is a public figure. When yes. you're making a billion dollars for doing what you're doing, you, you have to say more. McLean Boy doesn't have to tell us why he's sick. Tiger Woods does. Okay, you're, you're a fan of the Atlanta Braves and Freddie Freeman gets in a car wreck. If they don't say a word about what happens, you're expecting them to tell you because you're a fan of the team and you're a supporter of the team, correct?
1: I want to know I understand if they don't. I want to know, and I'm going to try to research the shit out of it because I hope someone breaks it, but I get why <laughs> they're not. And I hope they don't for Freddie and his family's sake. I hope they don't. But am I still the guy that's going to go search the deep parts of the internet for an hour and a half trying to figure it out? Absolutely.
2: So I would, I would, to rephrase what Mike said, I don't know if we deserve it uh, as more as I, I, as more of it's more of it's Tiger. expected, I think. Tiger, I mean, it would be nice if Tiger, it would be a, a, an act of gratitude to his fans as a better way to put it. Like, we don't deserve it. He doesn't owe us, but it would be nice. Hey, you've got all these people that are supporting you and following you. It'd be nice to give them a little a little update, like, Hey, what, what is going on with your leg? Why is it taking 10 months for you to, you know, to walk, you know, you know, Hey, we, we're, we're here to support you. Everybody freaking loves watching you. You know, tell us why it's been such a struggle. Like, you know, I think it's more of, it's more of an act of gratitude on on Tiger's part rather than he, we, you know, we deserve it or he owes us. I I don't know if, if, if it's, if it's that extreme, but
0: I don't know if he thinks he's going to like, he's going to come off weak. Or something, you know, or like, like, dude, as of like three weeks ago, I saw a clip of you still with crutches. So like you're talking eight months later, he's still on crutches. It's a, it's we have no idea what the injury was. It's a control.
2: It's a control thing. He likes to control the environment. And once he is makes himself vulnerable, he loses that sense of control. And then everyone knows that's the only thing that he holds dear is that privacy that he has like, okay, uh, this is the one thing that I have that you can't get. And, and it's, and it's like, he likes that part of it, which I, I, I get it. I do get that part that he likes that because everything else has been exposed his entire life has been written and, and, and a lot of it he he brought upon himself. So, I mean, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's, it's wrong. I'm just, he's, he's just probably holding on to that control factor in that, um, the fact that he, he has something, some knowledge that that they don't have, and he likes that.
1: I wonder going whether or not to- the guy likes privacy. He named his fucking yacht privacy. Exactly.
0: And going back to the, the golf aspect of it, we actually had Tiger on the topic list for last week's show that we never did because JT had done an interview with a competing golf podcast. And I read some of the. The quotes, it didn't sound great. I know JT was probably trying to dance around the questions and not give out too much information, but he has been seeing Tiger multiple times a week to go hang out, and I don't know. I didn't get a sense from JT that it was really positive um, on when he'd be playing next, and that's what I was going to say last week, you know. And then all of a sudden you go full circle in one week, and the guy's setting out a video hitting golf balls or a golf ball. You don't well,
2: know. Do you think there's some type of you know coincidence PR there? Well, he knows that JT came out last week and said that he he's been with him and 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 when when doing and doing these interviews, JT has been without saying it, he has been insinuating that Tiger's not ready and he's not doing well. So yeah. what does Tiger do? Here, let me let me put a clip out there and watch you guys see me hit balls at fifty percent speed. It still looks beautiful, but I can't tell how far you're hitting that eight iron. Probably yeah. hit it like 125 yards, which is how far I hit my air. So, difference does <laughs> it make. <laughs> but again, that's that would be that would be no surprise to me, given you know Tiger and the way these handled the media in the past. Like, you want to say this, I'm going to spin it this way, uh, and vice versa. So that doesn't surprise me in
0: the in the slightest. I'll be curious. Uh, we're gonna he's going to be in the meet in front of the media in two weeks. He's hosting yeah, the his heroes. the hero workshop. I'm assuming he's going to be there. I don't know. I mean, if the guy's not, not on crutches, you would think he's gonna be there. It makes his foundation tons of money and he's the host of it and picks the field that plays. So yeah. he's gonna to have to do some media there. So maybe we'll get some answers then. We're gonna get the same.
2: Well, I'm just day by day, just one one step at a time. The last time we did that interview, remember when it was the back? The next day is when he got in that wreck. He did that weird interview with uh yeah. Jim Nance. And he looked like he had maybe had like four or five different pills. I don't know what he was on, but I, I don't want to say that. That's terrible. But everyone knows that he, he didn't looked, look great. He didn't look great. You know, something was going on. Um, so, I, we all love Tiger, so I'm not going to try it, to say you know I don't want to you know spin anything, but he definitely didn't look great on that interview. And then the next day, unfortunately, he got in, in that accident. So I'm hoping this next the next time he's on TV doing an interview,
0: it's a little better. Yeah. So it just, it just is still amazing. The guy hasn't been out there and someone, I saw someone said, Oh, well, he just won the, uh, player impact program with a one tweet. (laughs) Didn't play. I think in like two hours it was watched 4 million times. Like it's crazy, crazy, crazy what that guy does to, to the golf world. And really just the sport, the sports world. I mean, you had other athletes commenting on it and reposting it and like, Everyone's uh-huh. getting jacked up, but I'm just going to say this. I know nothing about what's going on. I wouldn't I wouldn't hold your breath. Yeah. For, not for, for a while. He's coming back, yeah. Yeah, not for a while. It may just, be another just year. Go look at the, if you haven't seen the video of him walking up the steps at the airport two weeks ago, go watch him. That's not a man that can train and walk a golf course for one day, never mind four rounds in a competitive event plus practice rounds. No chance yeah. of that guy walking up and down the hills of Augusta.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember there's a YouTube video of Ben Hogan's last swings at Seminole Golf Club down in Juneau Beach. And if you watch those swings, you know, he kind of he doesn't struggle, but you can tell he's his footing isn't all there. And, you know, he's kind of getting over the golf ball, but all of a sudden he gets over the golf ball and it's that. It's that beautiful lash that we all remember and all want to have emulated our entire lives or tried to emulate in our mind because none of our swings look anything like that. Be clear. But regardless, um, you know, there's a lot to be said about what someone can do when they're over the golf ball. It's a totally different story when we talk about playing 72 holes and walking a PGA Tour venue.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well,
2: that's what makes that's what makes you know the the pga tour you know great is that it is there people's like oh it's just you just get in carts and ride around i'm like it's more to it than that i mean you are walking but you know these guys they're walking 18 holes you know sometimes five to seven miles swinging you know at 120 25 miles an hour um you know it's not like it's a walk in the park like some people think i mean it's it's um, um it, mental exhaustion. It, it is, it, you can't get physically exhausted. I mean, it's not sprinting obviously, but think about, you know, fast paced walk to your next shot and then, and then, you know, clench your body. Every single muscle gets, gets used in, in during this swing um, you know, 70 times around. Um, so it is taxing on the body more so than people think I'm not going to compare it to like, you know, playing in the NFL or something like that, but. It's more, more so than what what people what what people think.
0: Oh, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent. It's hello. You there? Yeah. Lost it. What'd you say? Lost it. Oh, okay. <laughs> great! Great take. That was awesome. Glad, glad you raised your hand for that one. <laughs> <I> can... <laughs>
2: Lost it, guys. Sorry. I had it
1: and I started listening to Jay. I got kind of into his take, and all of a sudden you 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 pushed it right to me. I remember calling for it. And That's, I was that, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. the uh, uh,
0: hand raise indication means that you want to talk next. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding.
0: So uh, again, anyways, I, I, that was definitely I thought the, the biggest news in the golf world recently, but I, I still don't know if it's is Anthony remotely close. So we wish him, we wish him some more, uh, more progress, a speedy recovery. We hope he is well. We do see him on the golf course again at some point, but again, people do not go out and make a wager that he's going to win the masters.
2: Not this year. Just say, if you just want to say, I got it back.
1: Masters. I got it back. I got it back. So again, uh, <laughs> oh my God. it's here it's here so um, quick no that was it when you said it wager uh tiger woods win masters so you uh you triggered it immediately so the best tiger woods bet right now is that he wins something on the senior tour that that is his next win in golf because all of a sudden you can put a cart under his ass and i think he will win on the senior tour
0: you think he plays the
2: senior
1: tour without question you think so yeah just I too
2: think. competitive can't
1: can't too help competitive. it can't help it if he can play Um, and you can put a card under him. I think all, I, I, I'm not so certain we ever see him play a PGA tour event a year again. I'm sorry, a PGA tour event again.
0: You're on fire tonight. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't think he'll play another PGA tour event.
1: If he has to walk, I'm not so certain he will be able to, if I'm yeah. being honest. I, I think he'd have to again apply that goes back to not Casey knowing Martin. what the hell his
0: injuries are, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. It, it yeah. would go back to him having to get a Casey Martin, which there's nothing wrong with that if he's able to. But I think sure we may see him in an exhibition where he could use a cart and it'd be yeah. kind of a local rule. But it wouldn't surprise me if you know it it's real life that he's not able to walk yeah. a golf course. And all of a sudden, you know, he starts playing cart golf and starts playing kind of good. And he's like, hey, I'm going to go to the senior tour in a couple of years and tee it up and, you know, wins an event. Next thing you know, he's playing cart golf. Um, I think it's more legitimate if we're talking about realistic opportunity.
0: Could be. Yeah, again, I wish wish I had any inkling to what was going on. So I would know if that was a good take or not, but I don't know. That's what sucks about this whole thing.
1: But we all know that it's way less taxing if you can drive the golf ball, no, I, the golf I cart to with your that. ball. I'm he just, can get out and make that swing, get back in, drive the golf cart up to the green. Because I mean, they're not. If you guys think the the senior tour is doing a ninety degree rule with those carts, you are missing the boat.
0: Oh yeah, no, I, I don't. I, I agree with everything you just said. I just again, just I'm just more frustrated with us not knowing what's the severity of his injuries are and if what's what's if we knew what the severities of injuries are well you would have a better understanding or an idea of are we going to see him play golf again how soon are we going to see him play golf again and in what capacity you know what i mean i think that's where everyone is we all want to know that especially seeing him make a swing we're just asking those questions even more now and again still no answers but so let's uh let's move on to some more some more golf uh real fast it was like the last couple weeks and every other tour was their season ending speaking of the champions tour just give a real quick shout out to bernhard longer wins their charles schwab cup again and has won over 40 million dollars on his pga tour champions career which is just absurd phil did win the last event but fuck phil so <laughs> And
2: Phil's Uh, like 15 years younger than Bernard Langer, right? How old is Bernard Langer? He's in his early 60s. 64, maybe? I mean, yes. I think
1: Bernard is 64. That's
2: correct. So what? So it's 12 years younger. I mean, that's insane.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a a ton of money to win on that tour. $40 million. And to still be kicking all those guys' asses at 64 years old is impressive. impressive. So tip of the cap there. Uh, Tip of the cap to Jin Young-Ko won yesterday on the LPGA tour, the CME tour championship had quite a kind of little duel for player of the year between her and, and Nellie quarter this year. The two of them were on fire. Um, Jin young won five times. Nellie won four in a major and an Olympic gold medal. Um, how about this stat though? Jin is this young, the
1: greens in regulation?
0: Yes. She ended the tournament. The only reason this number isn't bigger is because she ran out of golf holes. She ended the tournament hitting her last 63 greens in regulation.
1: I thought it was 67.
0: 63 is the number I saw.
1: That's crazy. Is that any good? 63, 67. Whatever. 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 I'm not sure it's more impressive. That's ridiculous.
0: Jay, nothing? Are you with us? (laughs)
1: That is ridiculous. (laughs) jesus Jay's he's like, like, he's, he's, he's like over there that. calculating it or that. something would you have like a ti 83 plus he's trying to do some graphing calculation no i was, Jay's, gra- Jay's I was like,
0: doing a, like, doing like, a why yeah. are we talking why are we talking lpga that's what jay was thinking no i was, I, like, no, I was actually
2: trying to look up nelly quarter swing because i was going to talk about it because it's incredible It's money it might
0: be the best <laughs> golf swing in the world it is so good it was really good it's
2: so good i was somebody sent one to me yesterday and i saw it i was like that is a good swing like yeah. The way she loads the club on the downswing, I was just I, w- I was really impressed with it. I was like, holy cow. I was like, that's
0: the
1: speed. There's there. a lot of good things going on there. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's so good. Yeah, her and her and Jin but Young. swing's not bad the dress off. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got that plan. <laughs> um, so anyway, t- shout out to them, Bernard and, and Jin Young on, on some good golf and Nelly as as those tours wrap up their their seasons. But um kind of the bigger oh. news over in Dubai. Colin Morikawa wins the DP World Championship, which thus made him the first American to ever win the Order of Merit on the European Tour. Really? Yep. I did not know that. First American to ever do it. The weird thing is, so on the European Tour, just like the PGA Tour, the majors count, the World Golf Championships count, even though they're not European Tour, PGA Tour official events but they're co-sanctioned they're affiliated whatever so guess how many european tour events he played just singularly european tour events two this was the third one he had played two prior uh the scottish open and i forget what the other one was and his two finishes before this weekend were like 68th and like 71st
2: really but he he, still was in the but he won
0: a major and he won a world golf championship, which gave him and he did well in a couple others that to give him the European tour money. And then he goes out and wins this one for his, is really only his third European tour event that he played I, in this year.
2: I can guarantee you that the European tour is going to try to rethink how they, they hand this trophy out. That's well,
0: you know, who also had a chance to win it. Billy Horschel. Yeah. Cause he, he did win the, the, um, the BMW over there yeah. and had some, again, had some success in the majors this year and in the world golf championships to make enough money. He didn't, again, he did play in a few other events, but um, yeah, we had two Americans going for the European tour and they're really just kind of partial European, they're not even European tour members. I guess today I heard a rule today. Morikawa is anyone who wins a major gets lifetime membership on the European tour. Really? Yeah.
2: Well, looks like I need to start practicing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go, Jay. That's what did it, was the European tour membership?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's what, really what I've always wanted to do. I mean, and no joke, though. I, I I always, when I was coming out uh, of school, I, I thought that would have been the coolest place to play. Just to, I mean, every event that you play in out there is like, it, it, the, you go to each country and it's like the, their biggest event. It's like their their country's national championship.
0: Yeah, it's the Spanish it was, Open, the Scottish Open, the yeah, Irish Open. Yeah, it like. was
2: it was cool. Like I love that. Like you go to the, it's a different country, you know, different culture, and it was like that was the coolest event. I mean, I got a little bit of that, a taste of that when I was doing, um, you know, the Latin American tour, uh, PJ Tour of Latin America, um, and that was cool because every country that we went to, I mean, it was you had. We had I had more you know fans following us in those in those events than I did in any you know web or corn fair event just because it was it was their biggest event of the year I mean they would get thousands of people out there on the weekend you know to watch the yeah. last couple of groups I mean it was it was cool it
0: was so really cool. here's and Jay you saw this and some other people might have, might have seen this Kyle Porter golf reporter a good friend of the podcast Mike Ferguson sent this to Jay and I yesterday. Some stats, Morikawa's first 60 events as a pro. Two major wins, six overall wins, four second place finishes, 24 top tens. He's only had five miscuts. He has more wins than miscuts. $18.5 million earned in 60 events. First uh to two majors in eight starts since Bobby Jones.
2: Say that again. Say that last He was the first one, the first
0: one to win two majors in eight starts, in his first eight starts since Bobby Jones. Wow. First American to win uh, the race of Dubai and three 0 on 1 at the Ryder Cup. Seems good, Kyle Porter says. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Not too shabby. And he does this, oh, by the way, as a below average putter. Hey, we've talked about it. <laughs> He's some people would call him a ball striker. <laughs> I've never,
2: I've never used that term before. Um, so I don't really know what that
0: means. <laughs> but. It's just the guy is a stud. He's quickly becoming that, one of my top two or three favorite guys out there. That was the other word that we've never used in this podcast. Yeah. I've never used that before either. <laughs> I mean, no, if, he is,
2: he's incredible. He really is. It's it for, for 20, was he 24 years old? Uh, 24,
0: 24. Yes.
2: yeah, 24, you know, it's just, that's uh, just, it's incredible, you know, because you think about the longevity of professional golf and guys, you know, really, they don't really hit their stride until their mid to early thirties in terms of they, that's when they say players reach their peak, you know, the physically they, they reach their peak and then mentally that all kind of comes together. And you got a guy who's doing that at, at 24 years old. You're like, here you go. I mean, similar to what we said about Rory when he was doing the same things, and and obviously, yeah. he's he's kind of cooled off a little bit in the last ten years. He really hasn't had um, much to uh, much to go. I mean, still very successful, and you know, still winning winning golf tournaments, but no majors. I mean, when was the last major that that Rory won? I mean, not. I mean, it's less than ten years ago. I know, but two
0: thousand fourteen Open at Royal Liverpool. Yeah, so seven years ago, seven and a half years ago. You know, And so let's we'll go back to Morikawa real fast. We'll, we're going to get to Rory here because he made news, as I'm sure everyone saw. <laughs> if he becomes an average putter, he becomes the best player in the world. Sure. No question. I mean, just an average... And he has been putting well the last five, six months. I mean, that's one of the reasons why he won, wins this, wins the Open, um, contends at a couple other events, does so well at the... At the Ryder Cup, you know, if if he can keep this going and putting better like this, man, he is going to be hard to beat because his iron game is like historically amazing. Like, yeah. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'm trying to track them down here as I'm talking, but his strokes gained approach is like, like we've never seen before, like Tiger-esque in his heyday.
2: What's it like to be
0: an uh, iron player like that?
2: Like, just every time you grab an iron, like you hit it and it's like right at the stick. Just every
0: time. flushed on a line. Just Piss missiles. Oh, so, man. but did you see, speaking
2: of him being just uh, trying to upgrade from being one of the, one of the, I mean, statistically one of the worst putters on tour. I mean, let's be honest. He's in close to, he's between 175 and 200 strokes game putting. So he's statistically one of the worst putters on tour. So, if he gets, if he cracks the top 100, I mean, I don't, we could pull up this strokes gain and see what that would do for him. But I mean, as good as a ball, as good of a ball striker is, if you add a half a stroke on the greens, I mean, it's like, it's two strokes of a a tournament. Oh, yeah. Gosh, that's huge. But I, I, did you guys see the comments that Brad Faxon um, made this past week? You know, he's always talking about putting and obviously, but he made one posture comment. Yeah, the one common, he said there was one, the one commonality that all great putters have is that they, it's the, yeah. that comfortable setup, you know, and he didn't even say perfect posture. Obviously, he, he actually, um, he, he doesn't believe in having a straight back at, at setup because he thinks it adds too much tension, but all these guys get in this comfortable position. You know, they just get their bodies comfortable, which allows them to make the most consistent stroke. And we talked about a little bit last week with with Tiger, like, okay, what's the perfect stroke? But a perfect stroke is the most repeatable stroke that allows you to hit the ball uh in the center of the face and gives you a repeatable or consistent results off the face. So again, what he said, I thought it was I, I didn't think about it and it made a huge I, I I read it and the next day I went out and played and I I putted my tail off. I had for me, I had twenty nine putts. I think I only missed two greens. So twenty nine putts and that's damn good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, but I was like, I was like, I'm not going to worry about the the shape of my stroke. I'm just going to get my body comfortable and just try to get this putter moving back and through on a real consistent and comfortable manner. And my speed control was much better. My start lines were good. And I know my the stroke itself hasn't changed much. I mean, it's it's always been pretty good. But just giving you just setting up and getting yourself in a comfortable spot. You know, it was, it was just kind of cool comments. You know, I think it relates a lot to what you were talking about with Colin. You know, he, he doesn't look comfortable over the ball. I mean, you see how long he stands over it. Sometimes, you know, like he just doesn't look comfortable like Sergio, another person. Like if you would take Sergio back, like
0: you, God, know, you guys, 20 years ago, pigeonhole Sergio into every freaking discussion <laughs> on this show. Somehow.
1: What a good guy.
0: What a good, great guy. Great, great guy.
2: Um but I mean think about when he, I I mean this is a perfect example though. I mean they're very similar great great ball strikers and kind of below average putters but if you go back to Sergio as a young kid I mean he looked so athletic it was so comfortable he just roll every putt looked he just rolled it great you know. And I think he's a better ball striker now than he was then, a much more consistent ball striker. He was a little erratic back then. He's gotten rid of some of the lag and the down cocking and now he's a much more consistent ball striker. Um but he's lost some of that that comfortableness or that fluidity that you see with some of these great putters. And I don't know if, if Colin can find a way to get comfortable over the ball, regardless of the shape of his stroke. Um, you know, you could see him jump up, like you said. And if he moves into that top 100 strokes gain, I mean, yeah, he would be the number I one mean, player in the world.
0: He's already number two player <clears throat> in the world. So that? he's already number two player in the world. Yeah. That's what I mean. So he doesn't have <laughs> much, much room to grow, but as a shitty no, putter. So yeah, but, yeah, that, that half a stroke means a ton for these guys. Oh yeah. Huge. Two strokes a tournament. If you said if you told Colin
2: right now, like, hey, if you change one or two things here with your putting, you're gonna gain two strokes a tournament. Gosh, you'd be like, sign me up. What do I have to do?
1: Well, see. that could make the difference between missing three or four cuts a year and not missing any too.
2: Oh yeah. But for him, he's only missed what is he missed? Five cuts in his career.
0: His whole career.
1: Yeah.
2: So for him, it's like okay. Now I I win two or three more events and two or three more top fives. Yeah,
0: making some funny noises over there, McLean. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, no nudity on this podcast.
1: I think he just shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we need a commercial break for you to take care of that. Yeah. I'm going to get a bourbon. All right. So we are back from our commercial break. McLean did not change Stone's shitty diaper. Just making him sit in it. I'm just kidding. He didn't. Shit. No, fuck he you.
1: Didn't. He didn't shit. I know.
0: I'm just kidding. Watch your mouth around your kid. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Sucker. <a dick. laughs> uh, speaking of a commercial break, I didn't ask. What's everyone drinking tonight? Jay, what'd you go get? I am drinking. Um, what did I start with?
2: Gosh, can't remember, but I just poured some Oceans, uh, Jefferson's Oceans, uh, voyage 23. Very nice. A gift from my uh brother and sister-in-law uh this weekend. I was down watching my niece and her final nutcracker. She killed it.
0: Um, so here I am, just taking go. a little sip. McLean, what you what you sipping on? Got to unmute that, pal.
1: (laughs) There there you go.
0: All right. Awesome. (laughs) Oh, that's Uh, great. And I am on water. Straight. Neat. Tonight. Neat. It's been... consumed a lot of alcohol this month. And (laughs) there appears to be no slowing down in sight. And so, I was like, I'm going to try to take it easy when I I know I can take it easy. Between Thanksgiving this week and then a good buddy of mine's 40th birthday party on Saturday night. And then just, yeah, that, that time of year it was like, I gotta, I'm going to save my liver a little bit. So I'm going, I'm going water tonight. Good move. Good move. You know, I try to be an adult every now and then make sound <laughs> responsible decisions. I mean, you are, you are an adult. Thank you. <laughs> my wife would say otherwise, but thank you. Yes, she would. So, uh, we were talking Colin work just a couple of things that I do like before we move on to, to Rory, he feels like, and I didn't get to see a ton of this. I did see some of the replays and obviously it was on such a weird time over there. Um, he has, he has some stones and I feel like when he's in contention, he's got that kind of killer instinct and he hits the shots when he needs to, you know, first of all, just looking at a scorecard here, he didn't make a bogey the last two rounds. He shot 31 on the back nine on Sunday to go chase down Rory while Rory was having his problems and ended up winning by three. You know, so he, he gets it done. I felt like watching him at, at the uh, the British, he did the same thing. It was like, okay, Spieth was around and Louie was around, but he never really gave them a chance. He just kept hitting solid shot after solid shot. And someone is going to have to go out and beat Colin Morikawa more than he's going to kind of come back to the field so that's one of the things i like about the kid and what he's there's doing is there was another
2: guy he used to do that really well yeah what was his name i can't remember um he hadn't played in a while but was not playing a while
0: <laughs> but I mean, golf ball.
2: yeah i mean in all seriousness i mean tiger if you go back and really look at you know how he played um you know he, he he's got the flash because he hits it. he hit it so far and he was very dramatic with every swing but if you really go back and look at you know the in a culmination of all the shots if you add them all up he never he always just hit good quality golf shots he just never i mean when was the last time you saw tiger shoot 62 in a major to win or even 65 i mean it didn't happen very often it was like all i got to do is go out and shoot my 68 69 i've already got the lead um, and then make these guys come beat me and, and Colin is, is kind of does the same thing.
0: Yeah. And he doesn't get the, you know, he's not the flashy personality. He's pretty quiet and humble and yeah, just like a nice kid. But, um, so he probably doesn't get the publicity that he really should. He's, he's not as sexy of a player as a ROM or a Brooks or Bryson or DJ or Rory. You know, he doesn't hit it a mile. He hits it plenty far enough much yeah. far good of an iron player he is and so i'm not sure if you asked if i walked into the grill room tomorrow at the foundry and asked everyone who's the second ranked player in the world <laughs> i'm not sure any of them would tell you Colin Morikawa. I'll say hey guys John Ron's number one who's number two they're all gonna say oh yeah or Rory or JT yeah. or you know he'll he'll be the maybe the fifth fifth guess for most guys so yeah. What he's doing is is very impressive at a, a young age. So hopefully he keeps it going. However, like you said before, somebody who was off to a hot start at an early age, Rory McIlroy was in contention. He was in contention to win the, the whole order of merit race of Dubai, win the tournament, and fizzles on Sunday with a uh, final round 74, bogeyed three. Uh, of his last four holes. One of them, he got a terrible break on 15. If I don't know if you saw this, get a little flip wedge, like a 60 yard flip wedge, hits the flagstick. It was going to land right next to the hole, hits the flagstick, goes back down into this bunker, short-sighted, makes bogey. Then I think he three putted 16 and then bogey's 18, the par five. And then there's the pictures that everyone has seen. <laughs> Everyone's got the saw Rory McIlroy's nipple yesterday. <laughs> i mean i get it i'm
2: not laughing because i used to rip the hell out of some gloves you know and i if i would i would hit a bad shot i'd take the glove off and rip it off and i just had fingers on my on my <laughs> hand the glove was gone so i mean i get it i've ripped a few hats i mean it, the the game will drive you absolutely bonkers
0: um so well, i don't know i f- i forget who it was i wish i knew who the person was i saw on twitter someone was like when I woke up today, I did not. There was two things I didn't think I was going to see: Tiger Woods swing a golf club and Rory McIlroy's nipples. <laughs> didn't think I would see either of those today. Yeah, but we did. But we did. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, he ripped his shirt just out of frustration, and we've seen a couple instances of, of Rory doing this in, in the past. Was it Doral? Maybe that he helicoptered his club into the water. That was awesome. <laughs> You know, I, I I'll be honest with you, when he does it, it's like
2: it's Tiger used to get irritated and mad, and everyone used to criticize him for it. But when, when Rory does it, I was like, Oh, it looks it looks good. Oh, way to go, man. Showing Well, I think boat.
0: part of it is too like Rory can get criticized for maybe not caring or not having his priorities straight. And so I think when we see it, it's like, oh, yeah, he, he does really fucking care. He
2: does care. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> you're right. It's it's kind of funny. Um <laughs> I would have I would have liked to have been in the locker room when he was just losing it, ripping his shirt off. And <laughs> you're sitting there, obviously when you're the one doing it, cause I've obviously had this happen and Mike, you know, you know, you're so furious and then you do the stupidest shit. And then, and your buddies are looking at you like, dude, did you just do that? Did you just rip your shirt in half? And you're like, and then half the time, all you can do is just kind of like, "Yeah, I don't know yeah. what happened. I don't know it's what happened." Like,
0: <laughs> it's like a, you could out and go through a fit of rage, and you don't yeah. know what you're doing. You can't control yourself. And then the people around you are even more awkward because not yeah. around you, the general you um, are like, "What do you say? What do you do? Yeah. Do you do you laugh, or is the guy going to punch <laughs> me in the face if I laugh?" Uh, <laughs> you know, I,
2: <laughs> you're right. That's exactly that's. Exactly exactly that's the awkwardness that that comes from yeah then
0: the movie. guy who's doing who ha- has the outburst has the he then feels awkward and he feels yeah. bad and he goes god what a fucking idiot am i for doing that he just but gotta laugh about it he mean, just laughed like, about it yeah yeah
2: just like funny like yeah dude sorry i was just totally i was rage monster
0: <laughs> i just love the picture of rory because he's just casually standing there with this half his shirt torn to shreds and he's just like checking his text on his phone <laughs> just like scrolling <laughs> his phone <laughs> that's right <laughs>
1: oh that's good
0: i'm not sure if you got a call from nike on that one or not um
1: <laughs> how do you not change fucking shirts
0: <laughs> i mean i think he did probably at some point
1: not soon enough like you rip it <laughs> find a new shirt ha- send someone on your team to the fucking pro shop find something nike and grab it and just get it back <laughs> over here i mean jesus christ uh
0: i did like this is Uh, talking about outbursts. I think we talked about it. Your boy, Pat and Kazire had that outburst this year. He tore his hat, which I've never seen that one done and that seems a lot harder to do than a shirt or a glove. Way harder. Way Way harder harder to tear a hat.
2: Pat's a total bro. He's awesome. He's a big dude. Yeah. yeah. You you go ahead and rip your hat, big dog. Rip it. (laughs) I love it. Press. I
1: think we need to have a live event where we all try to rip our hats and see if we can do it. (laughs)
2: I don't think I can do it anymore. No, no chance. What do
1: you mean anymore? Were you ever able to like, was there a a, have oh, you yeah, ripped used, a hat in your day?
2: Oh yeah. I was just talking about it when you were feeding the baby. No, I Not a hat. Them. Oh, hats. Oh yeah. yeah. Hats, gloves. I mean, you name you it. You ripped we're, a
1: hat
0: before.
2: Oh yeah. Rip them. Yeah. Rip them up. Absolutely. <laughs> Rage monster.
1: Just get it. Well, I've ripped gloves and head covers and all that stuff to pieces. Yeah. Never thought to rip a hat.
2: I've never ripped a shirt. I can promise you that. Well, Not I don't, on the golf course. Like, just like, what, what makes you be like, oh, I just want to just rip this off. Let me just get a little bit more
0: room I over here. I don't get angry, guys. I don't rip anything.
2: <laughs> you don't get
0: angry, guys. <laughs> Not me. Never. Uh, never. I, never I, happened. I don't, I don't get fired. <clears throat> I don't get fired up about anything.
2: <laughs> very docile. Yes, you are. You're just very calm. It's like you're... You're born in the South.
0: Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> it was good to see him get fired up. I know we all want us. We all want more from Rory, and I. I think again, like I said before, I think sometimes he, you know, correctly or not, you know, gets this rap for not caring that much and yeah. not, not wanting to win or not having that killer instinct. And it does. It does matter to this guy, and he does want to yeah. win. And he showed that emotion at the, at the Ryder Cup when he broke down in tears and yeah, the guy does care. He wants to win. He's, he's trying his ass off for whatever reason. He's not winning as much as he wants to obviously in as much as we all expect him to just because of what he's done in his early age.
2: Just the game is it's so effing hard. I don't know how else to say it. And and it just, it's so funny when it's going well, you think you, you can't miss. And when, And it's when it's not going well, you think it's never going to change. And it's, it's one of the, it's one of the most impossible games on the planet. You know? I mean, if if you hear Michael Jordan, one of the best athletes that ever walked this planet say that golf is the hardest sport that he's ever played, there's gotta be some validity to that. Oh, absolutely. He definitely validified the fact.
0: He would definitely, that's (laughs) validified right there. (laughs) That's validified.
1: Are our validified hats on the way at? Like what the fuck? No.
0: We need ball striker hats too.
1: No, that's the only thing we actually need is we can't sell validified hats to anyone but us three. Uh, <laughs> but we could one hundred percent sell ball striker hats.
0: Uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, those, those are great. Yeah, we definitely have to work on something like that. So here's what I'm trying to do. Let's we're gonna we don't have a we don't have an event to pick this week. The fall series is over. I know everyone is sad to see it go. All <laughs> these amazing events. But we have Brooks v. Bryson on Friday in the match. What are you guys expecting from this just douchebaggery? <laughs> Real quick, did
2: did Bryson? I'm sorry, did uh, Brooks sign with Cleveland uh... Shrick's on.
0: Yep. that was announced today. Is he still going to wear Nike, or is he going to wear a Cleveland hat? So sure. probably he's probably no. If he's a Nike athlete, he's going to wear all Nike.
2: So he's still wearing all Nike apparel. Apparel. I didn't. I didn't know what his hat deal was. If they
0: no, because when you're a, when you're a Nike athlete, yeah,
2: they, they don't they, let you
0: wear anything else. No, the term in the industry in the biz is they buy you clean. There's not yeah. a single other logo on those guys you look at every single one of them if they're a yeah, yeah. th- nike athlete they don't wear another logo
2: well it wasn't always that way there used to be some guys that would wear nike apparel but they weren't you know they could still wear a different hat but you know they've they got their their hands on a, a couple guys in the last five years where it's like especially you know, since they got out of the
0: the club business well yeah you look at rory brooks yeah. tony finow um fleetwood fleetwood Cameron Champ, they're all all any, Nike footwear, headwear, apparel. It's all Nike. And only Nike, no other logos, no other sponsorship. So,
2: well, that's why I didn't. I didn't know if, if that had ended, if he was going a different way with that as well. But he still kept the
0: apparel, the apparel contract. I, I think so. The article I read just said, you know, Cleveland, tricks on balls and in, in, in clubs, and then a on bag. He, he hasn't been sponsored via clubs for a couple of F- years, right? Five years now, he's been a free agent. Gosh,
2: how much money do you think you left on the table? A lot. That? Gosh, a lot of money.
0: Two million.
2: Tw- twenty million? Twenty million. Yeah. I mean, I can believe that.
0: Why I aren't mean, you talking out loud? Why are you doing hang hand signs? Not
1: a subject I'm able to comment on. <laughs> yeah, I'd
0: say twenty million. Oh, ah, yeah, we got we gotta talk about spot- club sponsorship deals more often.
1: if you want shit content.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you want Jay to speculate
0: a bunch. Yeah. So he he will have no, all Jay Jay
1: you are man. you are probably right out estimate for a player of his caliber um can expect anywhere from, you know, I saw a figure today from 3 to 7. I think that's a little bit cable company. I think it's more like 5 to 7. Um, for a player that has won at oh, yeah. his caliber and a where year, he is a year, he is he a year, paying? a year, yeah. a year. So, yeah, you're right. I, I think uh, from years. any manufacturer, from any manufacturer, uh, this one's a little bit close. So I'm not gonna. All I would say th- again, I, I'm not going to go into anything else other than the fact that I think a player of his caliber um, can expect to bring home somewhere in the neighborhood of five million dollars a year for an equipment. Uh, and we and we were talking
2: about this earlier because um, we were talking because you know again talking about the match with, between Bryson and and um, and uh, and Brooks, but Bryson had made these comments about you know how guys on tour if you're in the if you're in the lower half you know you can't you can't make money um, you know on tour you're spending more than you're making and he made kind of brought these comments up saying you spend half a million dollars in expenses. Um, and we we all kind of agreed, we talked earlier that five hundred five hundred thousand is probably a little high for most players on tour. Maybe he spends five hundred thousand a year, but I would say um most of those guys are not staying in, you know, the Ritz-Carlton every week if there's if that's available or they're not. They're not staying in the $15,000 Airbnb every week. You know, they're they're not
0: not running a house, bringing a chef in for the week at the master's. And, you know, (laughs) I remember,
2: I I remember with, uh, I played in the, and I've probably said this before, but uh, in the event in Greensboro and I stayed at the Clarion Hotel and my next door neighbor was Charlie Hoffman. And I, you know, I was a Monday qualifier. He was a member of the tour. And he, you know, had his tour card and we walk out and I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? He's <laughs> like, I'm trying to save money just like you. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, I mean, I get it. You know, these, just cause you're on yeah. tour doesn't mean you automatically are a millionaire. Um, and, 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 and we were kind of talking about earlier. I think if you're a rookie on the tour, you know, it d- depending when I say rookie, if you're Colin Morcow or Victor, Victor Hovland, Matt Wolf, those guys are a little different. You know, they had a little different pedigree, but say you're a, uh, a corn fairy grad and you, and you get your tour card and you're looking at, you know, 200, 300, $400,000 and, and sponsorship money. Um, and I, I would say it's, it's fair to say that those guys probably spend every bit of 200,000, you know, between hotel food, caddy, uh, paying for their, their, you know, they've got, you know, some coaches on retainer you know, agents, you know, th- there are way more expenses than you would think. And they, it adds up quick when you put you know, when you play 40 events uh in a calendar year so it doesn't take long for those numbers to jump up pretty quick um like i said if think about it if you, you play 40 events it's not that hard to spend 10 grand between travel food hotel and if you're paying a fee to a you know like i said trainers uh coaches you know that's probably on the high end you play play 40 or
1: 40 well, events
2: the, 10 grand that's 400 grand i mean it's well, it's the, not that far off.
1: Do, just doing some quick math, Jay, and you're, you're right on there. Let's just go the cheap route on this. So let's say, and you can stay for $1,500 a week. You can get a a, a Hampton Inn or a, a hotel that's not the worst shit in the world for $125 a night to $150 to $175 a night, depending on where you are. So let's just call it $1,500 a week on average. That is $45,000 if you pay if you play 30 events a year, right? So thirty weeks on the road is forty five grand. Now at the same time, if you're playing those thirty weeks, you then have to have a caddy that you're probably going to have on a minimum bag rate of fifteen hundred a week. Minimum. 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 That's if that's if you miss the cut, you still owe him fifteen hundred bucks. And then so him, you so, know, so double that, you're at ninety grand, and you have not, you haven't driven anywhere, you haven't flown on a plane, you eaten. have not eaten a morsel of food um yeah but
0: so let's just you you travel a lot if the guy is flying commercial and he's got a decent credit card with some rewards points and you're traveling that much how often is he paying for airfare and and hotel every year and just cashing in points if you're going to travel that much
1: no nah, but there there's a there's you're a there's a hit or miss there's a hit or miss you're still paying for it up front jay's exactly right there's not a hit or miss but there's a, there's a line there's yeah. a line because ultimately you can travel for a year and take a badass one week vacation. If yeah. I'm being honest, yeah. you know, I travel, I don't, I, I travel a shit ton. I, I've, at my peak, I was averaging, you know, 160 to 170 nights a year in a hotel. Now I'm down under 100, which I, I love. Um, but even then, you know, I could take if I wanted to. I could stretch it out and put it a month in in okay hotels and you know stretch it out. But I would choose to take a week and do a really extravagant vacation with the family. Um, so at the end of the day, yes, you can, but you're you're towing a line. Like you're not getting out of paying for a year's worth of expenses. You might could go and get a month's worth if you really try to bake it out. But my guess is that these guys are still going to pay all that and use the points and do something, you know, from a a vacation with their family, or they're going to use it and scrimp by on Monday qualifiers and stuff like that, trying to really grind it out. But you're still not generating enough that that's going to make a dent into your traveling expenses. You can't make enough that, you can't spend enough in points that you can factor it in on a yearly basis. Yeah. That's the, the easiest way of putting it.
0: All right. So what do you guys, what do you guys make of this, this match? Let's get back to the match here versus reward points. I hope
1: it's free. Cause I, I don't know. I shit. think it's
2: kind of cool to hear like, I, as I'm starting to do it and add it up, cause I know I, I kind of did it on a lower scale, but you know, you know, adding in the caddy fees, I know, I don't know you want to get to the match, but it, it, it adds up quick. I, I mean, I hate to say it. I was just doing quick math just with, Hotel and caddy fees. Not even, not even paying your caddy percentage of what you earn. You're right grand. out of the right out of the gate. You're talking three thousand dollars for your hotel and your caddy fee every week. You play, you play thirty events. Um, you know, you're, you're. I mean, that's a that's a that's a lot of cake that you're you're shelling out from from playing thirty events. You know, I, I'd and I'd you say never made a dime spend, yet. I'd say five grand a week is about what these guys spend by the time it's all said and done. If you're spending five grand playing thirty events. It's one hundred fifty thousand a year, and that again, that's not even you're not. you are not saying that doesn't even count in or factor in what you pay a swing coach or trainer. A lot of these guys will charge you percentage of what you earn, and then obviously caddies, you're going to pay a percentage of what you earn. So that just number just keeps rising up. So I know, like I said, half a million dollars that that Bryson mentioned, I thought that was a little high, but it's not too far off. I mean, it's probably for him. That's probably right. Um, but for uh, you know, even a rookie on tour, I could see them spending every bit of two hundred thousand dollars a year.
1: Yeah, two to um, two fifty. I said earlier one twenty-five, I was low. It's 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 two to two fifty every bit.
0: Yeah. All right. So the match. You guys are good at really getting off topic. You guys are great. At that's
2: that. what we do. We just talk golf and whatever just jumps we're talking, out of tra- of we're talking travel. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome, man. This is good shit right here. This is cool stuff. I mean, so are I, you guys, guys going to watch these DB, DBs yeah, or, or not? I will 100% watch it.
1: Yeah. I think I'm stuck at my in-law's house. I'm definitely watching it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is on TV, McLean. It's on TNT, uh, 4 o'clock Eastern on Friday as you're sick of eating turkey by that point. So... Is that the win? I'll be sick of (laughs) it's at the win, which will be kind of cool to see that golf course out in Vegas, but they're only playing 12 holes, which is really weird. That is weird. But again, it's a match.
2: So it's different. If it's a, if it's match play, it doesn't matter how many holes you're playing. It's match play. It's just each hole. So So now it doesn't matter if it's strictly match play. I can see where you can get away with it, but if you're playing for score, 12 holes doesn't make a whole lot of sense. (laughs) And I, don't know. I'd say that I'm in. I'm in the majority in saying that twelve holes is a strange number to play to shoot a score, but again, not
0: not conventional. Yep.
2: Yeah, if you're playing a match, then nobody cares how many holes you're playing. If you're playing a match, because it just has to do with you know how many holes can you win one up, two up, three up.
0: You know. I think this match is going to be a whole bunch of nothing. I don't think. I think it's just going to be stupid jokes that they're trying too hard to be funny, especially Bryson. Brooks is going to play the hard-o douchebag. He'll probably play it really well, but he's going to play like, I don't care. I don't really want to be here. This is a waste of time. That's what he's going to do. Bryson's going to have some shit that he's had his team conjure up to try to be funny, and it won't. Not going to land. He has no comedic timing whatsoever. He has no idea how to make a joke. It's, yeah, it's going to, you're exactly right. It's going to be, it's it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. It's going to be cringeworthy the entire time. You're going to cringe watching it. And then you're going to leave there and be like, well, okay. That was a gigantic waste of time. That's what I think of this thing.
2: If, if they would make it like, if they wanted to make it real, it would be like the guys would play and they gamble their real money. Like, Hey, I got a hundred thousand dollars says you can't get this up and down. All right. And then I want to see it get chippy. Like I want yes. to see it get chippy. And then in like real money going, but the PJ tour won't let him do that. You know, it's like if I it would it would be awesome. Yeah, let's to be like you let's bring in
1: right let's bring in some NBA guys. I want Bryson paired up with Meta World Peace. And <laughs> let's let's make this chippy. I think you're dead on, Jay. Yeah, let's I want to make, it, chippy. I make, make it, it extreme.
2: I want to make it uncomfortable. Like, like again, what makes people uncomfortable playing golf? talking shit or money, like that makes people uncomfortable. If you've got somebody in your ear talking shit, they're going to get, they're going to get, yeah, they're going to get like uncomfortable. And it's like, what's going to make you uncomfortable? That's what people want to watch. They're like, how can you overcome this uncomfortableness? And that's why we watch Tiger because you know, he's uncomfortable trying to win a major. You know, it's like the pressure is just so surreal. You're like, and he obviously always comes through it's like that's what makes it fun to watch. That's when you get excited. So if I've if we've got a match, it's like, oh, there's two million dollars on the line here. Bryson just bet, you know, you know, Brooks that he, you know, couldn't get up and down or couldn't make a putt. It's like, oh man, this is good. This is real TV, but that's not gonna happen.
0: Not gonna it, happen. It is right. massive it's letdown. Be,
2: it's gonna be Joe Cool versus you know, you know, Mr. Physicist nerd. It's gonna be a weird, weird setting.
0: Who wins? Uh, Bryson. That's what I would bet because he probably cares more. Yeah, he's going mean, to. He's playing better. I have Warrens. Lots of either than them played. I guess Kept played a couple I weeks mean, ago.
2: But I think overall, you know, the last six months, he's been playing better than than Brooks. Brooks has not been playing well. I mean, I no. think he's probably hurt. Something's still not right with him.
0: Yeah, he's battled a couple injuries. Yeah. So. Anyways, that, that's what the golf we have this weekend is. Oh, God, those two fucking idiots. <laughs> Here we go.
2: Happy Thanksgiving.
0: This is why people hate Americans. <laughs> God, if if, and this is probably going to happen, they always in these stupid matches, they have like, you know, these celebrities call in and they donate money and this and that. The second they have Phil Mickelson call in, because they will. Yeah. I'm going to fucking turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> I'm going to turn it off. I you cut, know, I, I caught Phil on with the uh, Manning and uh, Peyton Manning and Eli uh, Monday night broadcast. I think it was last week. I can't remember. And that was rough. Uh, it's so bad. It's so awkward. He tries so hard. And sometimes he can be actually kind of funny. And then sometimes it's like, all right, we get it, Phil. You're really fucking full of yourself. We fucking get it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I just I was I had, yeah. I had thought about that earlier when I was thinking about this match. I'm like, oh they're gonna bring Phil on this thing. Yeah and it's gonna make it even more insufferable. Yeah. Yeah, and I have the third biggest douchebag on tour. <laughs> all all hates, top three. He
1: hates dogs and old people. <laughs> kids, dogs, and old kids. people.
0: Kids. <laughs> sorry just like you guys always pigeonhole sergio into a conversation. i always somehow have to bash phil that's kind of yeah
2: well it's fair i mean he <laughs> probably deserves it and sergio is awesome and the best ball striker ever so he probably deserves to be talked about
0: <laughs> i guess this is this is normally the part of the uh, show where we're making our DraftKings picks and we all say ball striking 18 times when we make yeah. our picks
1: uh, know, yeah, yeah, that's I'm, what I went with in this week. He's really good ball striker. You know, this course really calls for good ball striking. And I feel like a ball striker is going to prevail on a ball striker's paradise.
0: Yeah. He's going to ball strike him Lindell. to death. That's for Jay Lindell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, boys, Anthony else. No,
2: man, I'm, I can't wait to watch this match. I'm super excited about God, it. I'm going to watch it and hate watch the whole
1: thing. <laughs> I'm just hoping there's a lot of good ball striking going on.
2: Yeah. <laughs> If they can start talking some real shit and make it real, if they get in a fist fight, <laughs> that's gonna be real. I just I, went on honestly, my draft kings. I think that's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good match. I mean, they're both kind of meatheads a little bit in a sense that they
0: could go at it a little bit. Yeah, I'd, I'd take Brooks though. I, I, I you know, I would say 100%. that, but Bryson is Bryson's been throwing some weight around here recently. I know he's big. No, and he's, he's strong. He's still a bitch. But fighting's different. You're, just because you're big yeah. and strong doesn't mean you know how to fight. No, it doesn't. Exactly it doesn't right. mean that hundred percent. You're right. But I was hoping for some like cool like prop bets. Um, <laughs> not seeing any yet. I went on. I used the DraftKings sportsbook. They don't even have the the match on here at all. Maybe they will. You know, later on. Um, but then I was just googling stuff while we were talking, while you guys were talking about hotel stays and. <laughs> I I can't find any, like there's some prop bets like who's going to win the first hole or how many holes are going to be conceded and this kind of bullshit. I, I want like fun ones. Yeah. Like, but they don't have a, none of that. Not from what I could find. Not yet. At least. So <laughs> That's great. But all right.
2: Well, we'll be, we'll be tuned. We'll be
0: watching um, gents. That was fun. Thank you to all of our listeners. We hope you and yours have a good holiday and Thanksgiving. I guess here in America, we do get listened to from other, other countries, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, That's but right. all of our American listeners, uh, have a good Thanksgiving and so do you boys. Take care. Later. Cheers. Take care guys.